everyone. Thank you so much for coming back to the Full of Joy podcast today. I'm your host, Francesca Borman, and I am so excited for today's interview. So I got to sit down and interview my friend Tati, and Tati is a graphic designer. She's so inspirational. She has so much content online. I'm sure if you have ever scrolled through Pinterest, I'm sure you have seen some of Tati's work. She's a really extremely talented graphic designer. Um, digital designer, hand letterer. She has a lot of talents and a lot of skills under her belt. Um, And I just thought we could all learn so much from her. So Tati has been in this business for a really long time. She's worked with me. She's worked with my sister. She's worked with a ton of my friends. And I feel like she's someone who is always growing and really good at being herself, but also staying on trend. And I just had a lot of questions that I wanted to ask her, and I felt like this podcast was the best way to do that so I could share it all with you guys. So I just felt like we could learn so much from her. And she talks a lot about making shareable content. I think one of the reasons I feel like she's really good at consistently growing is because she has a lot of shareable content. Um, We talk about hesitation and how to hack hesitation, how to balance being yourself and staying on trend. And we just get to a lot of good things. So Before we jump into this interview, um, I want to encourage you to screenshot this if you're listening to it on your iPhone and go ahead and upload that to Instagram and share it with me and tag me, tag me at Francesca X or at Full of Joy Podcast, even tag Tati. Um, I will leave her Instagram and everywhere to find her down below in the description box or in the show notes. But also before we get started, I'm going to do a giveaway. So the last episode and this episode, I've been doing giveaways. So make sure you guys enter them so you get a chance to win. They're going to be different all the time, but Today, I'm going to be giving away a copy of my ebook, Seeds of Joy. Seeds of Joy is my recipe ebook. I just launched it a few weeks ago, maybe even a month ago, maybe even more than a month ago. (laughs) It's brand new, fresh to me, and it is so good. It is chock full of amazing, healthy recipes. Everything is clean. There's a ton of options for gluten-free and vegan, Um, a lot of plant-based items. There's just a lot of good stuff in there. So if you don't have that, definitely just screenshot this and upload it to Instagram and tag me at Francesca X or at Full of Joy Podcast and let me know your biggest takeaways from this episode. And that's all you have to do. Just share the podcast and you'll be entered to win my ebook, Seeds of Joy. Alrighty, I think that is enough. Let's jump into my interview with Tati. I'm so thankful that you wanted to be on the Full of Joy Podcast today. So thank you so much. Um, So I really wanted to have you on because I view you as someone who is always growing, who is really supportive of other women growing, like the work that you do for other women and the tools and resources that you provide for brides even too, is just so valuable. So I felt like I needed to share you with as people as I can. Um, So I kind of want to take you back all the way from the, or take me back all the way to the beginning, Um, how you got started in graphic design and how you're kind of transitioning into even being like a thought leader in graphic design, just a flat out boss babe. So take us back and take how you got started. (laughs) Just first of all, thank you so much. Like that makes me so happy because I really do like, I really am always trying to like help other people like be like, this is possible for you. And like, just like, I want, like when I pop up on people's feed, I really want to be like, oh, like I needed to see that inspiration today or something. You know what I mean? So thank you for like saying that because that makes me so happy that you like recognize that in my brand. Um, But yeah, so, um, so I actually, a lot of girls ask me this when they DM me on Instagram, but I actually don't have a degree in graphic design. Um, So a lot of girls will reach out and be like, you know, should I major in graphic design? What do you think? And 
sometimes I wish I had because um, it would have just been a lot easier, like just learning wise and skill wise, process wise. You know, I had to learn everything from scratch. So when I like deliver like a logo to someone, like I did a logo for you so long ago, and now my process is so different because I've had to learn like from scratch, like the very beginning, YouTubing things, um, Googling things, just everything, asking friends. Um, so I wish, I kind of wish I did go to school for graphic design because of that. But at the same time, I have a lot of friends that did go to graphic design, um, like art school, and they have a lot of like um, blocks when it comes to creativity because they feel like they have to stay within those creative um, guidelines that they provide like in school. So it's like, you know, like line height and like dealing with type and dealing with the layout and like um, making sure everything's even and everything's um, weighted equally and like all of those things. So on a different end, I'm happy I didn't go to school for graphic design because I feel like I much more freely create whatever I think looks good. And it kind of sets me apart in what I'm delivering to people because it's not just like the same thing you would get from everyone else. So, so yeah, so I actually advertise, um, actually majored in advertising at Pepperdine University. And then I did a bunch of jobs after I graduated, like everything you could ever imagine from insurance sales to substitute teaching. I like had no idea what I wanted to do. Um, and then I was kind of talking to my mom's friend, like he was basically trying to help me figure out like my career path. And he was like, if you could do anything in the world, what would it be? And just like literally out of nowhere, I said uh, magazine layout design because I had always loved like collaging. Um, I don't know if you remember that website, uh, uh, poly, poly something where it was like the, it had all these ghost images and you would kind of like put them together um, and like have like, that was like your portfolio type of thing. Mm -hmm. I would always do that and like, like collage on my Tumblr and like I was obsessed with Pinterest, you know what I mean? I was just like loved imagery and I loved curating imagery together and I loved finding fun layouts, but I didn't know what that meant. You know what I mean? I thought I was like, yeah, this is fun to do on my computer, but like this isn't a career. And when I graduated, and especially when I graduated from high school, like nothing of this like cool girl boss creative life was happening. So I felt very like stuck in a box where I'm like, I have to be a teacher or I have to like go into very specific career um, path. And I didn't think like being an entrepreneur, entrepreneur was even possible. So um, anyways, he told me that's graphic design, like, you know, doing layouts and stuff like that. Like you would categorize that as graphic design. And he was like, you can literally teach that to yourself. So I was like, okay, I'm going to teach myself. So I would go to work and at night I would YouTube things and I would just play around on Photoshop, play around on Illustrator. Like I had like a little blog where I would like put like my graphic design stuff on there. And then I was like learning stuff through Pinterest. And I was just like trying to like gather as much information as possible. Like, what are these girls doing? Like, how are they making money? You know, bloggers were very big back then. So it was like, how do you make money from a blog? Like, what is what is this world that I want to tap into type of thing? So I always knew I wanted to be in the creative space and I wanted to do graphic design. I just really didn't know what that meant. So then um, I my friend tagged me in a post on Instagram for a graphic design position at this fashion company that I was like obsessed with. 
And I ended up getting the job with like no experience. I literally put together like a portfolio that was just creative stuff I hadn't done. Like, this is what I can do for you. I even had like a physical mock magazine that I made for them with her content and like my hand lettering and everything. <laughs> and so I wanted to set myself apart because I didn't have anything to show for myself. You know what I mean? So um, they hired me, which was crazy. And basically from there, like I learned about the fashion industry so much. I got to be on set. I got to direct shoots. Um, I got to like work on the website. I got to work on all the Instagram content, just like everything like that. And I really learned how to like build a business through social media and how to create creative content and like showcase it to the world in an interesting way. And I was really lucky because they let me put like as I grew within the company, they let me put my creative spin on everything. Like they let me put my hand lettering on stuff and they would let me like collage stuff. And I would do like a mood board wall and then we would shoot models on that. So they really like utilize my creativity. And I'm so thankful for that because it really like showed me that I could, that my, that my skills were valuable, like in the real world, in the fashion world, which I loved, which was so fun for me. And so it was just so fun and it was great. And then like, most creatives um you know we get we feel kind of stuck at a certain point where um I'm doing the same thing every day I'm working on the same brand every day and um you know creatively I wanted to do more I wanted to work with different girls and I wanted to do different styles and I just wanted to have like freedom and of course like I'm seeing influencers on Instagram like traveling and I'm like seeing these girls living their best life and I was like I'm tired of driving to downtown LA every day like getting there at 7 30 like I want to like live my life how I want to live it freedom to me is like so important so it was just like an absolute dream to be able to just like set my own schedule work for myself so actually your sister is my first like freelance client that I took on the side of JLAX um for good to be so so I was working for her on the side and then I was doing my, um, my full-time job. And so, um, the, I just got the ball rolling where I was saving money and I was like doing stuff for her, your sister. And then, um, I was reaching out to other companies. Like I'm doing this for the company I work for. I'm doing this other freelance stuff. Like this is what I can do for you. And I just started kind of like building freelance clients. And then once I felt like I was making enough to leave my job, um, I did. And then I've never looked back and it's amazing. And I'm so happy. <laughs> um, you touched on so many important things like that. You taught yourself, you learned from scratch because I know me and my sister also relate to that. We're like, we didn't, um, you know, go to college or study anything that we're doing. Like, I have no idea anything about marketing or content creation, yeah. but like, we just learned it. So it's really inspiring yeah. that you did that as well for yourself and um you're growing such a successful freelance business from it also like you said um once you kind of showcased your like um personal aesthetic the brands that you're working with kind of were like okay this is legit like she's so cool let's actually use her spin on things so I wanted to ask I correct me if I'm wrong but I feel like with um design and anything creative it would be hard. I even feel about this with like graphic or uh, with interior designers. I feel like it would be hard to work with clients who don't totally align with your style, but yeah. they want your help and your expertise. Like, how do you kind of like, yeah. How do you put your spin on things when you can? And how do you like take a back seat when you need to, like, how does that work? So 
in the beginning, I was kind of like working for whoever would approach me. Like if someone, even if it was like a real estate agent and they're like, can you make me a newsletter? I was like, okay, like I'll do anything to kind of make money. But now if I feel like, like our styles don't align, um, then I'll just let them know, like, look, I don't think like my look is what you're going for. And I'll always try and recommend someone I know that can achieve it because I hope they'll do the same for me. And right now there's like so many cool trends going on where it's like, like this really retro gritty look or like, you know, where it's, you know, I don't know if you know Mayfair, um, they're, they're like very like, you know, like the old cell phones and like all this cool editing and stuff like that. And I think it's so cool. And it definitely is such like a cool vibe. But for me, like, I know I don't have really like the skills to achieve that. So even if it's a really cool project, but I feel like my skills aren't best utilized for this, then I'll always recommend someone I know. Um, so now it's really nice that I just don't really have to work with everyone that approaches me. And I can only, you know, I can kind of pick and choose who I feel like will really benefit from my style. Yeah, absolutely. That's so inspiring. Also, I feel like since I've known you, you've um, been like consistently growing. And I feel like the following that you have is like your exact um, like dream client and dream customers and dream followers. Um, So I kind of want to ask about your growth. I know that you just like crush Pinterest. So (laughs) do you have any like Pinterest strategy tips or just growth hacks for Instagram or how are you growing and keeping it so consistent? Yeah. So I think I'm really lucky because my work that I do is um, shareable content, right? So the quotes that I put out and everything like that, that's stuff that people see and they want to share. And then when they share it, I'm instantly getting exposure to all of their audience. So whereas like maybe someone like a fashion blogger, I don't know how many people are putting that out on, like if you're posting a new, a really cute outfit, I don't know how many people are sending that post to like their stories. Whereas like a really cool quote or, you know, words that really resonate with you, you want to share that with your audience because you're like, this helped me in my day, or this made me feel some type of way today. I want to make you feel that way too. So that has been like such a game changer because since I'm creating shareable content, everyone is basically sharing me with their audience. And that's like so valuable on a day-to-day basis, where in other types of content, it's really hard to get that exposure outside of who you're directly in front of. So, and that goes for both Instagram and for Pinterest. So it's like, Instagram, you know, you can share, post your story so easily. And then also on Pinterest, like people are constantly pinning those quotes as well. Um, And then all of those pins are so valuable because they're actually to my website. So it's like, you might see a really cool quote that you like and save it. And then you may, you may like be like, oh, I love this. Let me just click on, like click on it. And then it takes you to my website. And then you discover me as like an artist, a creator, a freelance designer, um, And a lot of people actually don't even really know what I do, but they're like, I like your look. I want to work with you. Like, do you do this? I'm like, yeah, I can do this. That is the service I offer. You know what I mean? So I'm just like really lucky in that, um, that, that, that the content I'm creating is so shareable. And then also I think just even for the people who aren't creating shareable content, I just think it's so cool that like social media, like someone can find you out of like a hashtag. So you could like get a, you know, my sister is just going into staging and interior design 
and she got her latest like staging job from a hashtag she put in one of her posts and it's like it didn't get a ton of likes it's not like it's like went viral or anything but someone found her and hired her from a hashtag so and I've heard a lot of people even get to work with bigger brands just from one hashtag that they put on their posts so I think it's just really we're just so lucky that like we have like the world like basically at our phone and like we can have access to anyone literally anyone like I have a graphic designer friend who you know she is like very she has a smaller following she doesn't get huge engagement but um someone on Kim Kardashian's team saw her work and now she's doing like a campaign for skims like that's crazy <laughs> literally crazy. So yeah, I just you just never know. yes it's interesting how much even since I've started on social media how much it has changed like likes are definitely not like the top metric to focus on anymore like you said it's more of that shareable content and then yeah there are so many little hacks like hashtags to get in front of more people's eyes so very interesting point Um, and like you said your website really brings out like organic traffic and this is something I wanted to ask about too is I think that you're really like quick at working on something when you get an idea or an opportunity, like on your website, you have your Etsy shop, you have courses, um, you have like wallpapers, like even for Halloween, I saw you had like Walt Disney Pictures Presents for like the screensaver on your TV, like just so many quick little ideas. Like how do you hack that hesitation? Because I think I hesitate a lot and I overthink and I'm like, oh, no one's gonna buy it. No one's gonna get it. I feel like you're gonna just putting it out there. So how do you hack your hesitation like that? I think for me, I'm so lucky that what I do is digital and it's so fun for me to create. So like even like the PNGs I do for stories or something or things like that, like I can create that like in a night of watching TV and like quickly create a product and it's a digital product. So and then it just sells like it as you know, it just like honestly, it's like this is fun for me to use on my stories. Let me like you can use it on your stories, too, type of thing. And um, it's. The digital is so much less like intimidating to me than physical where it's like, I have to buy this product. I got to get this. I have to get the right amount or have to the shipping. It's just like a whole nother thing. Whereas digital, it's like passive after you list it. So it's like, for me, I know all I have to do is create it and list it and promote it. And then whatever happens, happens. And even if, you know, I don't sell any of them, it's still like, it was, I wasted an hour of my time. Who cares? You know what I mean? Which never really happens, but I think I also never want to miss like an opportunity. And for me, it's like so second nature, like just like utilizing my website. And um, like even like I just my last post was like um, a desktop wallpaper and a phone wallpaper. And it was like it took me five minutes to make that downloadable on my website. And it's just so much more valuable than all of the other steps people usually have to take where they try to do a workaround just because they don't want to get on their computer and like go into the back end of their website. But for me, it's just so much easier. And I always want to make things like easy for people. And I also want to create like credibility to my name where it's like, you know, I do offer services and I have these products and they're like, you're actually getting whatever I'm like promoting. And it's not like really hard to do. You know what I mean? Um, from a customer standpoint. So I think just having digital products is so cool and such a blessing. <laughs> yes, you can, I can tell that you just love it. And I think that having that passion for it is definitely what is attracting all those right clients for you. So that's so cool. Um, so 
as a business owner, I'm sure you wear a lot of hats. <laughs> so yeah. what are your like gifts? What are your skills? Like, are you really good at time management? How are you, how are you keeping this all together? What do you do? Yeah, I am like very efficient and I wish I could say I was a morning person because I would just love to be the type of person that's like, I wake up at 7am and I'm, you know, then I have my devotional and then I have my coffee and then I get to work and I'm done. Like, because really my client work doesn't take a ton of time during my day. I don't really spend more than I would say five to six hours a day on client work. So if I did start earlier, I would be done so much earlier, but I just can't do it. I don't know what's wrong with me. But um, so I'm not a morning person. That's not a skill I have, but I am very efficient. And um, I'm very, I love my GoodNotes app on my iPad. And it's like a digital, um, it's like a digital planner almost where I just literally write, can write down um, my tasks for that day. And as emails are coming in, then I adjust my task or I can like erase stuff and move it around um, and stuff like that. So I am very efficient and I really try and track everything very like closely. So it's like, I use QuickBooks. I'm sure your husband knows all about QuickBooks. <laughs> um, so, and that's so nice because people can just click my invoice and pay it. But I also track all my stuff on a Google Doc as well, because visually I want to see all the money I'm making and all the money that's coming in and what's been paid. So I literally like write down everything and like just like put an X when it's been paid. Um, and it's like so much more simple for me. And obviously at the end of the day, I couldn't do this if I didn't make a living doing it. So visually I need to see the money that I'm making and like what I'm charging for. And so I can reevaluate my rates or be like, oh, this week, like this week has been slow on Etsy. Let me check that out. Or, oh, I didn't book as many clients this week. Like what's going on with that? Maybe I need to make a blog post or maybe I need to promote some pins on Pinterest. So stuff like that is really helpful for me as a business owner, because I think a lot of the times we forget um, that we do have control over who's approaching us because of the content we're putting out. So if I feel like I would love to book um, more branding clients, then I'll create some branding content and like promote on Pinterest and maybe do a post or something. So I think all of that stuff is so important. And a lot of the times it gets overlooked and it kind of makes us feel like we have no control over anything where in fact, like we can do a lot of stuff to bring in the right types of clients. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It sounds like you're really wise with your time, wise with your creativity and always kind of tracking yourself like making sure is this working is this not working what can I change and then you allow yourself to change that's so beautiful um kind of also going back to your aesthetic I just think your kind like even when I'm not on your page when I'm just scrolling through Instagram or scrolling through Pinterest especially and your work pops up I know it's your work like you just have such a defined style and it's so cute so beautiful um, and just so you, so do you think in your, with your expertise, do you think that there is a balance that we should try to find with staying on trend and being ourselves, or do you think we should go like full force our own style, um, to stand out? Like, how do you kind of navigate that? Yeah. So I actually love like finding new trends and kind of playing around with it because as a creative, like. I want to stay fresh and new all the time. Like I don't want to do the same thing all the time and creating with new elements or a new concept is so fun for me because it re-inspires me in like a different way. 
but what you're saying like what you're saying is I always try and put that like creative spin on something so even if it's like a quote I see on Pinterest um I'm not I don't ever want to just like put this quote out that you've seen a million times like if I do put a quote out that maybe you've seen a lot I want to put a different visual spin on it to make it more interesting or like the crossing stuff out and writing new words or the overlapping or like making it visually interesting with the way it's laid out or just like the elements that are being used. Um, so for me, that is how I kind of like balance the two between trends and me. Like I always try and bring in new trends and then throw my style on it as well. Like right now, like smiley faces are trendy. And so my last post had a smiley face on it, but it like still had like a little bit of me on it as well. So I actually love trends because it makes everything fresh and it makes yeah. things interesting, but like not overly doing it to where I'm getting away from myself. Yeah. It kind of gives you fresh, fresh inspiration without having to like dig deep. Yeah. Um, already have those habits and practices of creating your own. So that's, that's an interesting take on it. Also, I wanted to ask, so I feel like in just social media space in general, there is a lot of, obviously people get very inspired by you, but I can see where there could be some copycatting. So I think you're really good at always giving credit and you're always like sharing where you got your inspiration from. And it's interesting to see how you took it from your inspiration to what you created. So I want to know, if that ever happens to you where you feel like, okay, I kind of got robbed of my design and like how you handled that. Cause I know there are a lot of like designer creative people listening and they're like, I want to create and I want to inspire, but I also almost don't want to share. Cause I don't want someone to steal my idea. Yeah. 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 I know what you mean. I think it's just part, honestly, part of the gig. Like people are going to copy you. People are going to try and do what you're doing. And it's happened to me a ton, but at the same time, it's never as good. And it's sometimes it's not worth my energy. <laughs> um, sometimes it's just not worth the negative energy. Like, I don't want to bring that. I don't want to talk to someone like you've already annoyed me and I'm just going to move on. There's <laughs> nothing that I can say to you that is going to change your mind. It is what it is at that point. There has been one time where something has been like a little, there were so many similarities and it was a digital product. So then I, and it was someone I knew. So I did reach out to her and DM her and was like, look, like I, you know, I love being, you know, close to you creatively on Instagram and all that stuff, but there's just so many similarities with this. Like, would you consider just like be aware in the future type of thing? Because if that's, if it's like taking money out of my pocket, that's kind of like a different conversation type of thing. Mm -hmm. And if it's a bigger brand, then I would obviously consider reaching out or maybe taking legal action because I know that does happen a lot of creatives, especially now with just like everything being so like downloadable off the internet. It's so easy for like a bigger company to just take what you're doing and use it however they want. So that hasn't happened to me, but I know creatives that it has happened to. And I think if that did happen, I would definitely take action. But the smaller girls who are just like copying exactly what you do, it is what it is. Mm -hmm. and I just yeah. try and ignore it yes I like how you're like I'm aware of my energy and I don't need to compound it by getting involved yes, yes. that's a really mature perspective and I love that you're like mine's better anyways and it's true because <laughs> I've seen it's true 
Um, so I love that you use your experiences um, to help others grow and learn. So um, I know that you said you taught yourself a lot of things, but did you have any like intentional mentors or intentional courses you took that you can share with us um, that helped you kind of create your own path? I didn't really have any intentional mentors or creative um, like courses or anything like that, but I did. Um, I did read a ton of blog posts and I did listen to a ton of podcasts. And um, one book that really helped me shift my mindset when I was already um, kind of on my journey was You're a Badass at Making Money. Um, it just really, you like that one? <laughs> I read it because of you. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, I just love that book so much. Um, so I, yeah, it was really hard at the beginning because there weren't, there's no like roadmap for like creative entrepreneur, hand lettering, graphic designer. Um, so I just really had to look at a lot of the girls that were doing what I was doing and even like daily watching their stories, like trying to figure out the kind of clients they were taking on, the client work they were doing, reaching out to my friends um, and being like, how much do you charge for this? Like, what's your process? In the beginning, it was a lot of that. And it was definitely like a lot of learning and just trial and error. Um, so yeah, just reaching out to people and just like in taking as much information as possible. Yeah. Okay. That's interesting because I feel like a lot of times if you want to be inspired or figure out people's systems, you'll kind of just go to their Instagram and scroll what they post, but it sounds like you're like, okay, what's behind the scenes? Like what's actually yeah. going on? What are your processes? So that's yeah. interesting. Um, yeah. So what's next? What's next for your business? How can we get involved? How can we work with you? Tell us all about it. Yeah. So I'm really excited. I'm working on a really, really cool like product line with a bigger company. So it's a collaboration with me and the bigger company. And I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about it, so I won't say any details, but it's going to be so cute and so fun and we're working so hard. So um, that's hopefully going to be available for during the fall. We're kind of doing all the product development. So that's like the next thing that you can kind of check out. Um, other than that, just check me out on Instagram. And yeah, that's all. <laughs> so, so fun. Well, yes, I will absolutely link your Instagram and your website and your Etsy shop and everything down below for everybody. Thank you for sharing your wisdom and all your advice. This was so fun. Like, I feel like I, I almost want to make a collage on my wall right now <laughs> after talking to you. Yay. So, okay. Yeah. Thank you so much, Tati. This was so fun. Yeah. Thank you for having me.